Free Spirit Academy is about the freedom to be fully yourself beyond any trauma that may have been accumulated through our families, religions, education systems, cultural conditioning, and beyond. Our bodies hold our trauma, but they also hold our truth. My name is Randy Moss. I practice eating psychology coaching and somatic experiencing, and I'm grateful that you're here for these talks and conversations. project. I love working towards something, and I think that that's pretty human. But for a long time, my body was my project. I grew up in this very holistic uh, Seventh-day Adventist vegetarian home, and we used homeopathy and natural remedies, and we drank carrot juice and ate homemade bread. And to this day, I love the taste of barley green powder because I have these early memories of drinking it as something that would support my health. And I I wanted to know all about the supplements in the kitchen cupboard and what they would do for me. And I wanted to be strong. So I would eat spinach straight out of the can, like the entire can of spinach. There was an early connection with the fact that what you eat has an impact on how you feel. And I didn't know that I was a sensitive kid, but I was a sensitive kid, and I felt that. Simultaneously, alongside of this, alongside all of this, my relationship with food was also kind of weird. We had rules about not eating in between meals, which was something I also definitely heard repeated at Adventist health seminars that I took very seriously. And there were good foods and bad foods. And at some point, I started sneaking and hoarding food so that I wouldn't get in trouble. And it wouldn't have been a huge deal, except around 12, my body started to change. And that weight could be an issue became forefront of my mind and a primary obsession. What had been a natural curiosity about being well and loving food became food restriction, dieting, cleansing, binging, purging, and always, always, always scheming about how I was going to lose weight and transform and what life would look like after I did. After leaving Christianity, when I was around 20, all of my purity culture conditioning got funneled into food. I felt good about myself if I was eating light and clean and deeply shameful if I wasn't. Whether I was juice fasting or just doing my usual heavily raw food thing, there was always this sense of I was working towards something. I was always on edge, always thinking about my next meal or fantasizing about who I felt I was becoming. Like, this was hard and I was really trying, but it felt like home. Like the belief that life on earth was suffering and we're all sinners, but someday there would be heaven. So I was, in a sense, I I didn't think about it in these terms, but I was waiting for my heaven where I was finally free and thin and glowy and didn't have pain and my health was bulletproof and my confidence was bulletproof. But I never got there. 
or I would get there briefly, like after a breakup when I lost my appetite and sticking to all of my diet and cleansing practices was easy. And for a few months, I would be tiny and glowy and floating around feeling fantastic until I was binge eating and back to my usual self. And it occurred to me very slowly over years that this wasn't working and that constantly striving and controlling was the same loop every time, even though it felt like this new and different thing every time I restarted. But it was the same loop every time in slightly different forms again and again. And this little podcast is not about healing and eating disorder because I talk about that everywhere all the time. And so I'm not going to go into the details, but that slowly happened. And I stopped trying to fix myself and I just got to know myself and learn to support myself regardless of what that externally looked like. And this very weird thing, I mean, lots of weird things happened, but this weird thing happened in that it kind of made me angry and antsy. So really, really feeding myself and respecting myself and not keeping two small clothes in the back of my closet and not shaming myself and living life just as I was, not waiting for some grand Cinderella moment or accomplishment. After some initial relief, there was also this edge, this anger, like I wasn't trying hard enough. And there was boredom, like my favorite project had been taken away. This wounded child part of me, the one who learned she wasn't enough as she was, was petrified and screaming that I was being lazy and that I'd let myself go. But the bigger adult part of me could see what was literally actually happening, which was I was nourished for the first time that I could remember. So I was actually steady. Like I felt like a steady person and I wasn't thinking about food constantly and I wasn't binge eating and I wasn't trying not to binge eat. And I had the energy and the focus to build a meditation practice, which was something I was always trying to do in order not to overeat. Like I would have all of these things that I would do so that I could keep my day the way that I wanted it to be. But I was able to actually build a practice that wasn't about achieving some idea of enlightenment or achieving anything or controlling myself, but rather it was just about being with all the big feelings that were coming up now that my body wasn't my project. And there's a lot of stuff that I naturally return to because it felt good. Like I've got a lot of stuff that just doesn't work for my body to eat. And I work out in whatever way is interesting to me at the moment. And I meditate because I'm interested in what's coming up and I tend to my nervous system, blah, blah, blah. And it's all important, but just because it feels good, literally just because it feels good. And this pattern of body being a project is deep and old and not entirely like inherently bad and wrong. Because also living in a sensitive body with chronic illness means that in any flare, I can get this surge of excitement about the fix-it project I have. Like, what set this off? And what is my body saying? And do I need to do some new protocol? And that's all 
fine and I let it be because being in pain is not fun. And if I get joy from turning pain into a project, it's fine. Like I've learned a lot that way. And it's also been this lifelong interest, this human experience in this body and supporting and exploring that. But what I've learned not to do is to self-sabotage so that I have a project. And it's taken work to let boring, easy periods of my life just be boring and easy. And truthfully, I'm really rarely bored for long. And I've also learned not to let the excitement become obsessive stress. So when Google rabbit holing starts making my body feel tight and racy and like I can't stop or I'm going to die or I'm going to miss something, that is time to stop. And ideally it's time to stop before that and pull back and nurture and nourish and let it go. Because if I have learned anything, it's that stress is a bigger factor in health than food or anything else. And if any search or practice or protocol that I'm trying is feeling stressful or manic, it is not it. That's not it. It's never proven to be it. So my body, especially the external presentation of my body or what my body's doing or what my body looks like, is not a project. My body is my home. It is a being unto itself. And I'm here to be a partner and a support. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more updates on courses, classes, one-on-one mentorships, and more, go to randymoss.com, R-A-N-D-E-M-O-S-S.com. And thank you so much for listening.